0: This is Dick Tracy, on the case of the Panther's murder. Stand by for action. Let's go, man. Yes, it's Dick Tracy, protector law and order. For well, Tracy fans, today is the celebration of Indiana Day. On December 11, 1816, Indiana became the 19th state to join the union. You know, it's said that less than 300 years ago, French sappers and fur traders were the first white men to enter that region. but it wasn't until about 80 years later that the first permanent settlement was made at Fort Van Fend. And as late as 1811, Indians were still making trouble in the area, but General William Henry Harrison, who later became president, waged war against the unfriendly Indians who followed the country. He defeated them decisively, you recall, in the Battle of Tripantul. There was practically no trouble after that. But five years later, Indiana became a state. 300 years ago, a wilderness, today, the self-wrenching state in population. Yes, three and a half million people are proud to make their homes in the Hoosier State. That's Indiana's nickname, the state flower, is Virginia. Its capital, Indianapolis, Indiana's motto is the crossroads of America. So thank you fans all over America, joined the people of the Hoosier State in celebrating the 130th anniversary of Indiana's becoming one of these states. And now, it's Haiti. A man has been killed and $10,000 is missing. All this followed a football game at the exclusive Calvary Academy. The murderer had vanished, and it looked like the perfect crime until Kit Nichols, a member of the Board of Trustees at Calvert Academy, came forward with some important information. He said that he had seen a man run out of the building and drive off in a taxi cab, and that furthermore, he had gotten the license number. And this got an unexplained outburst from Joe Gears. Today's episode begins in the apartment of Joe's father, Christy Gears. me,
1: Ellen.
0: Take it easy. Well, my children, please do a person. I didn't hear you,
1: Ellen. I just didn't
0: hear you. I've been told you, Ellen, if you came in. I'm sorry, Ellen. I didn't hear you. Well, we've
1: been living in the apartment
0: for eight years. I remember the time that I've been in the kitchen and you've been in the living room and I've spoken to you in a
1: perfectly normal voice. You've heard me. You've not in trouble. I think you must have gotten dead. Look, is that the only subject in the
0: world you can talk on, Ellen? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, sister. I didn't mean to you. Oh, it's all right, Ellen. Forget it. You're worried about something, aren't you, sister? No, I'm just nervous, that's all. Please don't bother yourself about it. Is it an accident, sister? Did you run into somebody with a cab? Don't be silly. You know I'm a careful driver. I've never had an accident, and I don't aim to. Why, the cab company's congratulated me several times on my record. I know, but I was just asking. Because
1: there's something sitting heavy on your mind. I tell you, forget it. Sister, we've been married a long time. We've been very close to each other. We've never had any secrets, so we didn't care the one or the other. Isn't that. all right?
0: Yeah, I guess that's right. Then why don't you tell me what's worrying you? For yes, heaven, sake, tell me. you're stop cross-examining me? I'm sorry, Sissy. Was it a good day, Hattie? <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call it my best day. Sissy, something hasn't happened to Joe, Hattie. Oh, please
1: tell me, Sissy. I've got to know. No,
0: Ellen, Joe is fine. He's just fine. I said. Oh, thank goodness.
1: I Thought maybe something had happened to Joe, and you're afraid to tell me.
0: Nah. Nothing could happen to Joe. That boy was a rugged kid. (laughs)
1: Imagine him
0: going
1: to Calvert
0: Academy and being so high in his studies Mm. in the first ten of his time. And he made the junior high football team. Did you see him playing the game? Sure, I saw him playing the game. But I sat up on the other side of the field. How did he do? Well, how did he do? He won it. That's all he wanted. My, I just looked up at his team. He intercepted a pass on his own 38-yard line and then fought all the way up the field for the touchdown that won the game. Did they see it for him? Sure, they did. They knocked themselves (laughs) out. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) And did you see Joe after the game? Uh,
0: no, no, I didn't. I, I couldn't. I, I had to get away. Oh, you
1: should have seen him. He's at that boarding school all the time. He looks forward to seeing him. Yeah. I'll write him tonight and tell him you saw the game. Yeah, do that, will you? And now you just sit down and eat your supper. do do you think the whole trouble with me is you don't eat enough? I'm not hungry. Nonsense. I fixed all your favorites for the nonsense. I told you I'm not hungry. Well, no? all right. You don't have to eat. Well, at least I spoke to yourself father, Professor assembly before you left Calvert Academy. It been
0: nice
1: to
0: us it would have been, nice, it
1: would have been rude, it would nice to... I Professor Kimberly. How was it? she Ellen. she was dead. Oh! Somebody clunk her. Oh, no! Oh, no. He was our
0: friend. He was so good to kill. She that tutorial. <laughs> I'd like to talk to Mr. Fifty Years. Ask him to come in, Ellen. I wouldn't come in, please. Oh, no, thank you. I'm in fact a good place, This eh, is Mr. I How do you? I'm Fifty Years. I'm here to take you into custody, Jeffy. You, oh, you must be mistaken, Mr. Clayton. What did you want me for? Well, I don't want you for anything. And you know, I've been ordered to pick you up and take you to Calvert County to choose Jeffy White. What's the charge? The murder of Professor Mandy Kimberly. Uh, Mr. Clayton, that's impossible. She's right. It's impossible. Ellen. Yes, sister? Yes, yes. Look at me, dear. Remember you said that we've never had any secrets from each other? I don't remember. But we still haven't. I've never killed anybody. I know that, sister. You don't have to say. No matter what they do to me, don't you forget that? I won't. I'll let you take a few personal belongings with you, Chester, but let's make it fast. I just got to get done. You're making a terrible mistake, Mr. Tracy. And well, I have nothing to do with it, Tiffany. I told you that I've an order to pick you up and deliver you to his wife. And what, Tiffany? Is this any good, in the dirty? Well, it's not just me, Mr. Tracy, Mr. Patton. I don't care about myself. If you're going to do terrible harm to two other innocent people, my wife Ellen and my son. Oh. Is your son's old, the one that goes to Calvert Academy, with new dead touchdown? Yeah. Mm, that's quite a little touch on it, doesn't it, son? Right? That's a good idea. you mind if I ask a question, Kitty? What is it? Doesn't it seem a little odd that the son of a taxi driver should be going to a small school like Calvert Academy? What's hard about it? Our boys didn't look for any school in the country. Oh, I didn't mean it like that, Mrs. Hughes. Sure, your son's one of the finest young half-lots that I've ever seen in France And I'm positive it is even better to study. I'd be willing to think to boys that a green hand... Now, what that means, Mrs. Gears, is from a purely economic standpoint, it seems strange your son could be going to a certain extensive school if he, uh, have a skeleton. He does not? Well, I'd like to explain things to you, Mr. Shake. I wish you would, Justin. We, uh, we don't like to ask questions that don't concern us, but this is a murder case. And don't forget, that it's a murder case that's outside our district. Once we deliver years to the court, our only interest in the proceedings is that a side of private charity. Uh, it's an unfortunate technicality that I'm beginning to regret more and more. Okay, Jeffrey, so tell us about Joe. Well, it's pretty simple, Mr. Tracy. It's just that I've always wanted Joe to have the advantages in life that I couldn't have. You've had a good life, Mr. Tracy. I know we have, Ellen, but you see, Mr. Tracy, I've worked pretty hard driving a cab, and I've saved my money so that Joe could have the education that I am yes, yes. And when I found out that Calvert School was one of the best and that Professor Kimberly was teaching there... Well, wait well, a minute, Jeffrey. Did you know Professor Kimberly before Joe went to Calvert Academy? Yes, I did. How'd mm-hmm. nice you meet him? Well, I, I once took a course at the University Extension School. Professor Kimberly was the instructor. I didn't do so good at the course, but I got to know Mr. Kimberly. We used to talk quite a lot after classes. Please don't laugh. Nobody's well, laughing, Ripley. And well, go on. Well, as I say, we, we used most of our savings, but with Professor Kimberly's help, we got Joe into college. And he's done
1: well, He's
0: in the top ten of his class. I I have no doubt, man. I I'd like you to tell me what you did on the afternoon that Professor Kimberly was murdered. Well, when I was here hacking, I drove out to the school. You see, I own my own cab, and I parked where I always did by Blastone House. Just why do you park there? Well, Blastone House is where Professor Tilbury has his office in his room. I still don't understand why you had to park just there. Well, you see, Mr. Tracy, I'm, I'm just a taxi driver. Now, I'm not akin to that, but, well, I, I didn't want people in the school to know that Joe's father... Wiesling's well, an important man. You know how things are. I was afraid it might hurt Joe in the school. No, I disagree. Well, maybe I, I was wrong, but that's the way I see it. Well, that's the that I see. Yeah. Yeah, it was well hidden there. Very few people could see it. And then I, I went over and watched the football game, and I saw Joe make that touchdown. I still remember that for a long time. Huh. So would I. What happened after that? Well, I went to Professor Kimberly's room to meet Joe. I always did that about once a month. The professor used to tell me that I was crazy in. Joe used to want me to kind of walk around the school grounds with him, but like I told you, I wouldn't do it because I did not want people to know that Joe's dad was just a cat run. Well, as I told you, you see, I agree with Joe in the school. However, nothing would affect Joe's popularity at that institution. That's, uh, what happened? Well, after the game, I went up to Professor Kinder's rooms and knocked on the door. There was no answer, so I opened the door and walked in to see what he told me to do in case he was out. Come on, When I got in my room, I... Well, Professor Kinder Kimberly... Lying on the floor by the window. What did you do? I ran to him, lifted him up, and sat him in the window seat. And then I, I took him a bit to see the center. And then I, I thought but he'd been beaten over the head. I listened to his heart and realized that he was dead. Mm. Then I, I heard somebody yelling outside the window, and I saw that open safe and the blood on the floor, and I realized that everyone would think that I murdered Professor Kendall. I was panicky. Kind of I ran away. You left the body on the window, then. Yeah. And the window was hurting, no I Oh, what did you do next, Jacob? Well, I ran down the stairs and got into my cab and drove away as fast as I could. Oh, I was scared, Mr. Tracy. I'm still scared, but I had nothing to do with the murder of Professor Kimball. Listen, please, Mr. had nothing to do with it. The professor was his friend. Please, don't take me away, Mr. Tracy. It might ruin my kids' life. I'm sorry, sister, but I have no alternative. You're under arrest. Right? For the moment, we we'll are returning to this hospital. The first? <laughs> The grand might be singing tonight because this is the night of the great new Bill Crosby Show. Yes, sir, Wednesday is Bill's Day. The day for you to hear Bill Crosby sing the songs you like to hear as only Bill can sing them. The new Bill Crosby Show is a little sort of spectacular with John Scott Sauter in his orchestra, the women's from the charioteers and the piano from Henderson. And don't forget to let you for Bill Crosby on OBC tonight. Wednesday night is Bill's Day night. And is also the time for that fun and money for pot of gold. Happy folks supplies the fun, who also has a hand in supplying the money. Because he's the fellow who spins the wheel on the pot of gold program. It's another Wednesday ABC cover. Now, whoever happy calls on the telephone tonight, may win a thousand bucks. So you use it? Both mm-hmm. living too, with Arnie Francis on the affairs of Aunt Scottie. And for crazy comedy of a like of which you've never heard before, laugh with Henry Morgan tonight. So for Tops and Entertainment, The Affairs of Anne Scotland, Bing Corsley, Pargo, Henry Morgan, ABC Wednesday night. And now, back to the experience. Something to say that 50 years is going to be a on ranking person since 11th I'm not afraid, I'm not perfect. This isn't good if I'm going to Don't stick in there, guys. There are too many people who'd like to break it. Is Dick Copey going to ruin his reputation to save a possible murderer? He may be threatened with more trouble than he can handle. Better tune in tomorrow for the Adventures of Dick Copey. This for radio by John Ray. This is George Gunn. <laughs> so, Copey fans, do you have a number of favorite heroes? Well, Also, you're going to add one to your list when you hear Sky King. Because when it comes to dangerous adventures, no one can...